0: they a lot of lenders try this bait and switch method okay i'm not going to name any names but you probably know some of these lenders who will show a very low rate but there's a discount point and they don't really do a good job of communicating that there's a discount behind it. so uh interaction time uh anybody willing to share their approach or any ideas from what i just said or any questions uh actually sonya has a question uh so does my client has to apply with the loan for my second preferred Leonard, yes, that's the only way it can happen. Again, I know it sounds like it's more work, but if you can save someone $8,500, isn't it worth it, right? And don't you think you'll get a lot more referrals because you took the time and effort and you coached them step by step on what to do, right? So, yes, yeah. It possibly take more time and they actually can create delays. I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: I have a, uh, yes, I agree with you. I have a question for you. I, I'm working right now with a buyer and, um, they got the, uh, the, uh, pre-approval letter and they gave us a she with the, all the numbers break down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one is not, a locked, locked, um, L.E. It's not, it's just, uh, it's not locks, just long as May, you know what I mean? That's shit. Mm-hmm. So so uh, is that one the different one that this one you're talking about?
0: Well, if you notice what I showed you, it's literally can you guys still see my screen? Yes. Okay. If you notice actually something's going on. Hopefully that fixes it. Uh but yeah, if you notice the loan estimate, I actually put an actual screenshot of it, right? So this is like the actual uh the the actual document that you're looking for, okay? Uh, hold on a second. I'm going to fix my waters here. Okay, I think I fixed it. All right. so do you guys you'll see my presentation? Yes. Okay, thank you. So I'm going to show you what the loan estimate looks like. This is what you're looking for. It's it's literally the same document across the board for every lender, at least in the United States. Okay. So if this is not what you with, okay, a loan estimate is a very official documentation. Okay. It says loan estimate at the top. Uh, it actually says save this. A low estimate to compare with your closing disclosure. It's it's across the board the same for every lender using Fannie and Freddie loans. Okay, so if this is if this is not what you're getting for your client, then that's more than likely like an itemized fee sheet. That's something that can be created using PDFs or whatever. It's not an official disclosure. It's literally something that the lender can print out from their system. What? I'm oh.
1: Gotcha. Yes. So so what do I need to do then to get exactly this one? Because what I got, it's not like yours, you know. It's it's like a sheet that one side the sheet shows some numbers, the other side shows another number. I didn't get this. You
0: you literally have to you literally have to be under contract, right? And this mm. is part of your this is part of your initial disclosures. Okay. Uh I, I want to make it very clear the mortgage. Business is a disclosure business. We have to literally be transparent with all the information that we're providing you. the The loan estimate is one of the largest uh, or most uh, important disclosure sent out to your clients, right? So they made sure it was a standardized form so that it's easy to compare. So what I mean by that is, if you got one from Bank of America, one from Wells Fargo, one from me, one from. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Quicken, they're all going to look exactly the same. Okay. That's the point of that is so that you can literally look at it and, and compare apples to apples, right? So that is something that is sent out at initial disclosures. So basically when the loan is ready to to be started is when this sends out and they don't start the loan until the client signs this, right? That's so, right. Yeah. So that's what you need to get, right? The itemized fee sheet, no, that's not real. That's I mean, that's literally toilet paper, okay? Because they, okay. they can change, they can change however but, they want.
1: Yeah, but the only time that I'm gonna be able to um, ask my lender, uh, my loan officer, to try to negotiate a better or ever terms, it's when we are under contract. Right before that, I cannot do that.
0: Yes, you cannot do that beforehand. It, 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 at that point, it's 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 all advertisement. Okay. Gotcha. So the the strategy I'm showing you needs to be done when you're under contract. So you're literally going to have two loan officers fight. Okay. Like I said, fight. They both have the contract. Okay. They both have the contract and they cannot order appraisals until, until the paperwork side. Now, of course there's the exception, whatever, but the truth matters, you're basically setting out a bid. You have two lenders setting out a bid and the only lender that's going to work is the lender that you sign disclosures with. Okay. So what you do is you say, Hey, Mr. Lender A, I need, uh, I want to lock my rate. What's the rate right now? Okay. I'm going to lock my rate right now. Okay. Please send me disclosures, all right? Initial disclosures. And they're going to send you this as part of your disclosure. It's going to say rate lock. Yes. Okay. This is the sheet of paper. It's a three-page document. This is the sheet of paper that you need to get. That's why I make it very clear. Locked loan estimate. Okay, so you need to get this and then you take it and you send it to the other lender say, and the other lender is going to know what it is, right? You say, okay, this is the loan long, estimate. Now the other lender has a chance to literally compare and see if there's any room for them to, to give you a better deal, okay? And an honest lender will tell you if they cannot, right? And that's good news anyways, because you're basically telling your client, hey, you know what? The lender that you work with, the lender you initially uh, decide to go with, they have a great deal. So it's a second opinion that gives them peace of mind, okay. But it has to be done, and again, this is more work. But the thing is, you don't have to sign both disclosures. You just got to get both of them sent to you, and then you decide which one you want you want to go with, okay. And then you you proceed with the one that you lock with, right, or the one that you decide uh, to 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 get to go with with the because of the better rate, okay. Now, do you effectively fire? Lender A? Well, lender A, you don't need to sign disclosures. You just go, hey, you know what? I actually got a, a break call from, from another lender that was better, so I'm going to go with them. But that lender should still be around just in case lender B messes up or something happens or whatever, right? So it's okay to have the, the, the initial disclosures out there unsigned, right? Of course, they're going to pressure you to sign whatever. Worst case scenario, they can restart the loan, but hey, they can still work for you if, they, if you're needed, okay? But in actuality, you basically just chose. Lender B in that situation, but it's okay to have. Again, this is more work, and it's going to upset loan officers. That's why loan officers don't like it when I talk about this. It's going to upset loan officers because they're going to do extra work and not get the deal. But what really matters: the client and them wanting to save money, and because of you as a real estate agent fighting for their best interest, you get the credit for finding them the loan officer that gave them a better rate. That's ultimately what matters. Okay. Uh, Hopefully that answers your question, Sonia. Now, Raman asked, does it work for- You did, thank you. Okay, no problem. Uh, So Raman asked, does it work for a fixed rate? Yes, this is a a fixed rate strategy, okay? Basically, you're getting a lender to commit to what they can provide this client in terms of interest rate. And then that number is no longer changeable because it's locked, right? That's the reason why we're doing this because, of course, if you can change numbers, then it's going to be BS left and right. I can tell you it's a 4% interest rate, but you're not locking it. So it doesn't matter because tomorrow you're going to say, okay, I'm ready to go with you. Oh, well, it's five now. It's like, what happened? You said it was a four. Well, I mean, the rates changed, things happened, whatever. Th- there's no commitment. And really there's no truth. You don't know what's the truth. Okay. But a lot of it cannot change. That's solid. That's an official um, disclosure created by your company and you must honor it. Right. So you can't change your mind or whatever. So, Unless, of course, something happens like the, your your credit gets worse or whatever. But based on the certain situation that you're at right now, it's unchangeable. So that way, that person can't play games and try to mess and, and, and mess with the numbers, right? They're committed. So now you're giving the other lender a chance to see if they can hit that target. If it's a moving target, they cannot hit it. You see what That's why it has to be locked, okay? Um, so, yes, it can work on a fixed rate. No problem, Raman. All right. So it uh, looks like we have like... <laughs> 14 minutes, but of course, there's no one else leaving uh, calling after. Uh, there's no one on the call after me, so we can stay longer if you need to. I didn't expect these questions to be that intense, so I'm sorry about that. Uh, maybe maybe I'll play it a little bit better uh, the next call. Uh, okay, so increased credit scores. Again, most clients are going to have concerns about their credit scores because not, not everyone has perfect credit. Right, they're going to think that they can, have, you know, they might have maybe not enough credit scores to qualify, or they might think, okay, well, my my score is okay, but you know, I want it to be better because I want a better interest rate, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right? They're, they're concerned because they they know it's going to affect them one way or another. So, as a real estate agent, you can actually, uh, you can actually offer this, and I'm explaining to you, like through my story, what I did. I had a client who applied, and they had 700 credit scores, like 720, 730, whatever. Right? And uh, I actually did a, a analysis of their credit report, and saw that they actually have room for improvement. So I showed them a plan, and actually increased their scores to 800. Okay, which, based on the interest that they're going to save, was like a twenty-five thousand dollar saving. is incredible. Okay, so I'll actually show you a, uh, an example of what I mean, but. But yeah, I mean, it's something that you can offer to your clients. Now, you yourself cannot do that, of course, because you're not the lender and you don't do credit pulls and whatnot. But your lenders can do this. Your lender partners can do this. Okay. And if you're working with a lender that does not provide this, you need to switch lenders. Okay. Because it's something that we all can do. Uh, If they don't do it, it's because either they don't want to, or they don't understand how to do it, or they're just... I mean, they don't have their, their crap together, okay. So if you have a lender that's not willing to do this strategy, you just need to switch lenders, okay? Because this is a very very powerful tool that can help basically everybody, okay. When I say basically people with pro credit, you can't help, obviously. But you ask your future client, like whenever when you whenever you're talking to these people, maybe it's an online lead, maybe it's a person that you met, uh, you know, at a PTA meeting, whatever, and they're thinking about. Uh, possibly buying, you know, if you want to convert them, you can ask them, hey, you know, so what do you think your credit score is at? And whatever number they tell you, right? If it's below a 760, you can help them, or there's a chance you can help them, okay? Uh, so again, you can help the vast majority of these people. But if it's a 760 and above, then they're maxed out, and there's not really m- more room for improvement. But anything below that, you definitely can help, okay? So after you get their credit scores, you ask them uh, what they want to help, to increase the scores or would they want to know a strategy or a plan on how they can get their scores increased right who's going to say no to that right but depending on their trade line balances there may be room for score increases okay but the only way to tell is yes you got it there has to be a mortgage credit inquiry there has to be a credit pull. okay otherwise there's no way that someone can i mean you can't diagnose someone without actually looking at them right so we have to look at the credit but if you really think about it, and this is how I look at my business, if someone's willing to give me their social, social security number and want their credit pulled, that's a conversion, right? So they went from someone who is on the fence, not really sure they want to buy or not, to giving me your or giving your lender partner their information to pull their credit, that's a conversion. They're actually serious and they're curious about what you can do for them in terms of buying a house, okay? So to me, that's a close, okay? Uh, so... If you get into this kind of conversation, you want to tell your future clients that you work with lenders who have saved other buyers up to $25,000 plus, and you can tell my story. Like literally, you can be like, well, if you are interested in this possible process, uh, I actually know lenders who have actually helped their clients save up to $25,000 in, in interest rates because of this service that we can provide, right? So again, you can use my story or my, uh, you know, you know experience as yours right when you're trying to uh, literally convince these people to work with you okay uh, so you show your future clients the loans saving calculator and and show them possible savings okay and actually i'll give you guys the link to it i'm gonna put it in the chat here uh but you know try not to get distracted i don't want you to look at it, look at it yet but uh, i want you to see what it is and i'm going to show you like an example of it right so basically This is what it looks like. It's at MyFICO. And what you do is you plug in information like what's the loan amount and you tell them what the score is. And it actually gives you what the monthly payment would be, what the total interest would be paid and how much money they would save or how much more they would spend depending on their credit change. So if they're at a 700 credit score and they got it to a 760, they can save an extra $25,000 in interest. I'm literally telling you to sit down with your client and show them this, Little calculator, right because of course you're talking about credit scores, right and you're telling them I can help you get your credit scores and you show them this is what you can what can happen for you if your scores increase okay so you're literally handing them twenty five thousand dollars if you can help them increase their credit scores. what client would not want that opportunity right so uh, again, another way to convert people to work with you right because of your lender partners okay so uh, it, once you show them this right uh, then you refer and of course let's say they, they're 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 down for it let's look let, yeah i'm excited i want to i want to see what you can do what your partners can do then you refer your future client to your preferred lender and ask your preferred lender for a free credit plan okay free as in it costs nothing to the client okay emphasize that you have uh, you can have your preferred lender partner provide a free credit plan to increase your scores okay the lender will have to pull their credit again this is a conversion okay uh to see if there's any score improvement potential, okay? Now, it's based on balances. So if a person has, let's say, two lines of credit going on, and they owe 50% on those credit uh, balances, then yes, there's probably room for improvement. But let's say they have three trade lines, but they have nothing. In terms of debt, they have no debt whatsoever. Like it's all paid down to zero. Then of course there's no room for improvement there. Okay, so that's kind of the mentality that we're we're trying to show you. So based on the credit report, I can show the client what they need to pay and how much they need to pay in order to achieve uh, certain uh, potential score increases. Okay. Uh, of course, once this conversation happens, the lender will provide a credit improvement plan to the client. And of course, the expectation is the client executes on that plan. So they do whatever it is is that they're they're supposed to do. right? So this is an example of the results that you can provide. Uh, In fact, uh, this is the client I was talking about, how I got them from a 700 to an 800 credit score, seven-ish to 800 credit score. It's going to cost them $4,600 to pay down one account. But if you really think about it, wouldn't you be willing to pay $4,600 to save $25,000? And this is not you buying something or paying for something uh, you know that's not expected. This is a debt that you owe anyways. You're going to pay this anyways. All I'm asking you to do is to pay it faster. Pay it right now, right? And if you do, you have a 97% chance of getting your scores to 800 credit score, which will save you an interest rate, which will save you ultimately $25,000, right? This is the conversation I have with all my clients especially the ones who need credit help, okay? I try to show them a way on how to get their their scores increased so they can save an interest rate or just qualify because some people don't even qualify. I've actually had loans where the person didn't qualify, they went under contract and through my plan, they at the last minute finally qualified because their interest scores were up. So literally they were not qualified the moment they're under contract. I was pretty uh, stressed during that time, but we made it happen, okay? But yeah, this is a method that I provide all my clients uh, if they want it. And it, it's very uh, – I think it's a very underrated and very uh, underutilized process, okay? Uh, so the thing is, is after they execute the plan, there has to be a rapid rescore, which is a literal request to manipulate their credit report, right? You're basically telling – The credit reporting company, hey, this person owed $4,600 on this trade line. They went ahead and paid it. So can you please update the credit score showing the new balances? Here is proof. Here's a piece of paper showing that they paid this balance down, right? So you're asking the credit reporting company to unnaturally update their credit report so that the new balances are now lower than they were originally, and therefore it should show a score improvement. Okay, this this costs money. Like as a lender, when I request a rapid score, it costs me money, me, my company, money to do this. But we do not charge the client. This is free to the client. We're not allowed to charge them. So literally, the client is getting a service that costs money. It costs someone money, but they're not the ones having to pay for it. Okay, it's it's a it's extreme value, uh, and I I think not enough real estate agents and lenders do this. Okay, so there's a lot of people that are paying literally. Uh, Unnecessary interest rates because they didn't do something like this before they got started. Okay, Um, so get in a group meeting with your clients. I mean, get in a group meeting with your lender when the scores improve, obviously. And uh, you know, getting a Zoom call or three phone call and share the good news with them. Make it like it's a team effort. Like, hey, guess what? My uh, my lender partner and I we got your scores uh, to go up another fifty points, and therefore you're going to save twenty five thousand dollars in interest. Do you love me now, right? Make sure you give me a five star on on the reviews, right? Whatever you want to say, right? Uh, But yeah, you know, celebrate. Show that through your efforts and your connections and expertise, you literally increase your scores, which is going to save them thousands of dollars, okay? So again, the hope is, obviously, uh, the client sticks with you once they get under contract and and your preferred lender as a result, right? You know, uh, you can't force them to, but the fact that you helped get their scores up, uh, the fact that you can save them thousand dollars, they should honor uh, you by working with you, right? But it has happened. I've actually helped people get their scores improved and they went with someone else, right? Uh, people are people, okay? All right, so uh, interaction time. Anybody have any experience in this type of method or strategy or want to share your approach or any ideas uh, stepping off of what I just presented? sonia uh i actually was licensed in north carolina i did the class and everything like that but i didn't renew it but my branch is licensed in north carolina so we can help so if you need help with north carolina deals we can my team is the same people that works on the file we can help with that and we'll figure it out right um so let's see here oh also i, I forgot to ask you guys if you guys want like these slides or some sort of follow-up uh you can go and drop your email in the chat, and I'll make sure that I will follow up with you guys. Okay. All right. So, lender credits. Now, this one is a little bit more tougher, right? Uh, so, what I mean by that is when uh, when when clients are looking to work with someone, of course, they they, they want the best deal possible. They want uh, they want the best rates, etc. Well, also funds is something that can possibly bend their ear. Okay, so a uh, little quick story. I had a referral partner that was struggling to commit to one of their potential buy uh, buyers. Right, like they, they just weren't willing to move move forward until they offered that client a free appraisal. Right, like okay, if you work with me, then I'll pay for your appraisal. Right, and all of a sudden they decide to move forward and they apply with me. Okay, uh, now that referral partner is running Facebook ads just to promote or advertise this type of incentive and they're getting a lot of responses, right? So it's weird, $500 or whatever, a free appraisal, all of a sudden your your phone's ringing off the hook, right? It's just something as simple as that, okay? Uh, So again, you wanna ask your preferred lender partner if they can provide any lender credits towards closing costs, okay? Most lenders should be able to figure something out, okay? If they can't, something's weird. Right? Maybe I don't know. You might want to talk to the lenders if they if they're like, nope, absolutely not. I will not provide a lender credit. I won't do it. Something's going on, okay? Uh, but most cannot offer anything free or anything specific. Like I can't be like, yeah, I can I can pay for their appraisal. Uh, it, it can't be like that. It just has to be considered a lender credit, meaning a numerical number added. Numerical number is funny. Uh, added or shown on their total closing cost, okay? And it's going to be a lender credit applied towards final closing cost, okay? But it, you can't we can't offer a free appraisal. That's not how it works, okay? Uh, then you create co-marketing materials explaining the offer and send it to your database and your potential clients, okay? So here's an example, right? This is a flyer that uh, is approved by compliance with my company where, you know, I have my name here, but I would actually put my referral partner's name here. And it literally says, first time buyers, but what do they see? They see get fired and all sorts of closing costs, right? And they blast this on their social media. They blast it to their email list. Uh, they print it out. They, they make sure it's at every single open house. Whatever it is they need to let people know, hey, you're giving $5 off, right? And that might be the one thing that that, that pushes people over the edge, right? So Sonia says, I asked this question today and they said, no, they can't do anything. Yeah, see, <clears throat> it really depends. I mean, what I'm saying is you should ask them preemptively, not during a contract, that, that's already too late, but say, hey, uh, I want to try to incentivize potential buyers can you offer lender credit so that i can communicate to them that if they work with me and you we can get we can get them some some money towards the closing cost right that's what i'm saying so uh, your lender probably could uh, maybe in a future deal but maybe not in a current deal okay or if they're not doing it then again something might be, might be off okay uh, but you, again you want to make sure that the advertisement is uh you know uh, compliant right so, uh, once you get that done, you leverage the lender credits as much as you can and bring yourself as the real estate agent with access to lender credits, right? You wanna let everyone in the neighborhood know, yeah, there's a lot of real estate agents, but I'm the one with lender credits. I'm the one that have connections that can get you some money towards your closing costs, right? Assign yourself with the incentive because, again, people are shopping for the best deals. They're looking for reasons to choose to, to someone. Well, if lender, I mean, if real estate agent A, real estate agent B look exactly the same, sound the same, smell the same, they talk the same but one of them is given a $500 uh, incentive, which one are you going to choose, right? So it just gives you a little extra edge, okay? So once a client shows interest, loop your uh, your preferred lender partner in as soon as possible. What I mean by that, if the person says, yes, I want uh, $500 of my close calls, so what do I need to do? That's when the lender needs to be introduced right away because the lender is the one offering it, okay? So uh, it's something provided by the lender so they have to explain how it works. It has to be uh, disclosed to them what it means, okay? We're not giving them $500 cash or a check. No, it's going to be applied to the closing costs. But what's the catch? They have to apply, get pre-qualified, get under contract and close. That's how they get the $500 credit, right? So that it's it's a conversation that needs to be had so these people don't feel like they're being tricked or bait and switched. right? Uh, and a good closer, when I say good closer, I'm talking about a lender partner that knows how to close deals, uh, will ultimately get the potential client to apply. And like I stated earlier, any application is a conversion, right? If someone decides to give someone else their social security number, they're interested in doing business with that person, okay? So again, this conversation is about getting someone who might wanna be a buyer to work with you and your lender partner and ultimately close. And again, I believe the close is when they apply, okay? So um, so yeah, it, it, this doesn't work without a lender, okay? Uh, so you continue with the pre-qualification a pre-qualification process contract and the loan process as normal what i mean by that is nothing changes at this point you, you still go through the the motions of getting into a home a contract etc and then if you if you want to you can have the lender credit this uh disclose on the loan estimate but it's not necessary right what's necessary is for it to be on the closing disclosure the cd the final closing documents okay so this is where, when you're about to close, uh, you want to make sure you remind your preferred lender partner to put the lender credits that were agreed upon on the CD or the closing disclosure, right? So maybe you can three-way the lender with your client on the phone just to, you know, say, hey, remember our client, they agreed, they agreed upon getting $500 credit. Uh, uh, Finer towards closing costs by working because of the working with us. And the lender should be like, Yeah, you're right. Let me make sure it's on there. Okay, Uh, I double checked. It looks good. So when you get their CD, you'll see a line that says lender credits. So it actually looks like this. Okay. On page two of the CD, closing disclosures, uh, you'll see in uh, category J, total closing costs, and you'll see lender credits. And it'll have a negative sign in front of the number. So this lender is giving a credit of $230, right? So again, it's on page two of the closing disclosures, item J, and it's going to lender credits, right? Now, it's literally easy to find because the the calculating cash to close, which is where most people's eyes go to, is the line right above it, okay? But that's how you you prove that you're providing them what you agreed to give them, which is the the credit, okay? Uh, But the lender should explain this. You don't have to explain this. The lender should be the one to explain this to the client, okay? Uh, but, yeah, again, by doing this, you're showing your client that, uh, you know, you have their best interest at heart. You, you are honoring your promise, okay? After closing, ask for referrals. Do you know anybody else who would like a lender credit towards their closing costs, right? So you're not just saying, hey, you know, do you know anyone who wants to buy, buy and sell? No, you ask them, do you know anyone else who would mind saving money on their closing costs? right? That's how you should pitch them, right? You treat it like a clients are hooking other clients up with this exclusive incentive. What I mean by that is you're empowering them, the client that you just closed, to give their friends and family a $500 discount. Hey, I just bought a house. Check it out. I know a guy that can get you $500 towards closing costs, right? Here, give my agent a call. Make sure you tell them that Sue sent them, right? So you're giving them sort of an opportunity to look good in front of their friends and family right? And of course, when they are referred, you can be like, uh, or you can actually ask the person referred, hey, did you tell them about the incentive? Okay, cool. If you did, I'm going to go ahead and make sure that I can still honor that with my lender. And then yes, you have to ask every single time with your lender if they can provide this because there's a chance that might not, might no longer be available, okay? It's something you have to fight for for every, uh, every single client. So it is something that is exclusive, right? It's not an automatic. It's not guaranteed or or something that you should neglect you need to make sure it can happen right but by doing that it makes you look like a client advocate like you're fighting for every penny you can for the client right which of course just makes you look better hopefully right?